You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus, starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters, and you can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. I'm coming at you the day after, the Friday morning after Cormani McLean shocks the college football world, the college football recruiting world, by picking Miami over Florida. And look, this episode was supposed to be a joyous episode on Thursday night where we, uh, you know, we run the we got to commit graphic and I go into the type of player Cormani <laughs> McLean is and what Florida's getting. And lo and behold, as I said, a complete shock um, when it comes to this commitment of Cormani McLean. So uh, I'm going to kind of going to put this together. You know, I, I wanted to maybe sleep on this. Uh, last night, the raw emotion pretty much got put out on Gators Breakdown Plus uh, on the Discord. We had a chat there. Uh, co- conversations going on like crazy this morning there, of course, like it is everywhere. Uh, but uh, I saved that for the Plus members. Also wanted to try and gather thoughts, wanted to try and gather as much information as possible uh, before putting it out you know, to the, to the big masses uh, of course, and I was on Twitter, and we we're talking about it there, of course, too. Uh, and this one stings. There is no sugarcoating it. Uh, and look, I know there will be some rival fans, especially Miami fans, coming here and, and and trolling and all that stuff. I mean, more power to them. Uh, that comes with the territory here. Uh, but this is a shock, um, at least for, I'd say, 90%, if you want to put a number on it, 90 95% of the college football world out there. Um, you know, no fault of 24-7, really. Uh, but 24-7's out there, you know, with their pre-made Florida graphics, their pre-made video that aired for a little while of talking about Cormani McLean picking the Florida. That's how big of a surprise this was. Uh, but since then, we have learned that it wasn't a big surprise to Miami because this was in the works from various reports for a few days, maybe a couple of weeks. Cormani McLean himself says in an interview a couple of months. 
so I'm not sure I believe that necessarily, uh, but I do, this was not a – doesn't look like a Thursday decision, like at least a few days, if not more, uh, of how this one turned out. Um, it's not pretty uh, for Florida. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's a miss. In a lot of ways, it's a whiff. However you want to define it, that is up to you. Uh, I don't think you're wrong in either way of defining it. I know a lot of people put a whole negative connotation on the word whiff. Uh, in a lot of ways, this is whether you want that to be towards the coaching staff, whether you want that to be towards um, NIL or booster and administration. That, that's there, There's different levels to that. A few ways to be, look at this, why it happened. Um, I'm hoping that's where I left off where you couldn't hear me. Uh, but there, there was a timeline, of course. When did this happen? It doesn't really matter. It happened. Uh, and a lot of ways to attack this of you know, Florida, from their perspective, did everything right. They were told they were doing everything right. Everything was there. How do you combat that? Now, this isn't the first time that's happened. And that's where this issue comes in. You know, from McLean himself, from the McLean company around him, Florida was doing everything they should have been doing. There was no indication that this was going to happen. Um, but as I said, that in and of itself is becoming a problem because this is not the first time the staff had felt that way. This staff, past staffs, you know, that's, that's just kind of the nature of it. So, you know, this comes along, and I was asked a question in this morning, how, how do you feel a day after? It's just like, you know what, you want to know who to trust, how to trust the information, how long was it in the works, because Florida got played here. All right, that's all it comes down to. Florida got played. Uh, and in a lot of ways, inexcusable for how this keeps happening. Uh, and it, it seems to happen with the top players. You know, what was the biggest question we still had for Billy Napier putting this recruiting class together? It was, okay, you've raised the floor. You're recruiting the state of Florida better. The next step is getting the elites. And this was supposed to be the one. In a lot of ways, this was the quote-unquote layup. Now, there's especially, and we're learning, in today's college football recruiting landscape, there are no such thing as layups anymore. That's the harsh reality of this one. Uh, and I know people will say, well, there's this guy left, this guy left, that guy left. Well, but what we're seeing, how can we feel? We were supposed to feel confident about this one. There was supposed to be a lot of confidence in this one. For a quote-unquote layup that this was supposed to be, this was about as close as you were going to get to one. And it didn't happen. So now I think it's like, why? You know, why? Why, why did it happen? You know, there was a, a lot of mix-up. You know, 24-7 and CBS was ready to go. They were going to have a live stream. Uh, Hayes Fawcett from On3 puts out the graphic about 640, 645. He's to Miami. A lot of people didn't want to believe it. A lot of thought, it, my, my, myself, I had to follow it. Is this tweet real? Is this the real <laughs> Fawcett uh, account? Uh, I'm texting with people who are a lot closer to it than I am, completely shocked uh, at, at what happened here. 
And look, I know I'm going all over the place with this. There's whole so many angles uh, to, to 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 happen this uh, to, to to happen here. Um, but you know, this is the remaining question was where you get the elites. How do you get them? This is the one you felt good about. It happened, and, and, and it didn't happen. So, you know, what is, what is Florida supposed to do when they feel good? They're being told they've, they're doing everything right, and everything's on the up and up and supposed to happen. But either way, that situation happens a lot. You know, so now we look at the reasons why is it, uh, of course, I think a lot of people kind of know what happened, you know, whether it happened a couple of days ago, whether it happened a couple of weeks ago, you know, Miami came in late and looks like a do or die ultimatum, take it or leave it process. Um, that's how you keep Florida out of it. And others out of it by not letting that, you know, get out. And that, I think that was part, that, that's part of it, not letting it get out. You know, a lot of people thought that this was a, for Florida, ahead of the Georgia game, a planned move to get some quote unquote good news before you go lose to Georgia on Saturday. And that was another reason people kind of, felt good about this one was because it looked like it was a planned move from the Florida side when in reality it was not. This was a planned move by the Cormani side, maybe in tandem with the Miami side. Originally, he was supposed to commit at an all-star game. And what, about a week ago, we hear he's moving it up to this week. Originally thought that it could be a Florida move because of the Georgia game coming up. You want some good news. Plan this, get a whole lot of good news, get the top two player in the country, get the top defensive player in the country, top cornerback in the country, get all that good news before, you know, taking the bad news that probably will come on Saturday by losing to Georgia. But that wasn't the case, not at all. So now a lot of people are going to point to the new age of recruiting and what, 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 what we got here and how it looks like of, well, quote unquote, we, and we've heard this before now, and this is the issue. Well, Miami overpays for him. Okay. That can be true. It absolutely can be. But how many times are we going to have to hear that? You are worth what somebody's willing to pay you. That's the harsh reality of it. No, I get it. There probably are slots, and Florida's got a good DB class already. Yes, that, that, is, that is true. That is true. But the, the two things don't have to be exclusive. It, it's, it's, you know, that, that, that's a fallback reply. Oh, well, we didn't get him. We got a good you know, DB commit class. That, that is true. That, doesn't, that has no bearing on how this played out. And I keep going back to this new age of, you know, this is cutthroat recruiting right now. But we heard all summer 
of this guy's not worth that money. That guy's not worth this money. That guy's not worth it. Blah, 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 blah. We've heard that too many times. We've heard it too many times. What player is worth it? You know, Florida doesn't have the luxury of Alabama of, quote, unquote, missing on this guy, but another four or five stars on the roster. Same as Georgia. You know, they can, quote, unquote, afford misses like this because of a current roster they have built and their current recruiting classes. They have the equity. Florida does not have the equity. So, quote, unquote, Florida may have to pay. It may have to overpay. That is the reality of the situation if you want some of the top guys out there. Now, not every guy is going to be that way, but a lot of the ones Florida has went after, that's been the case. And we keep hearing, you can't pay this guy that much. In this new age of recruiting NIL, look, we could hide behind, oh, this is not supposed to happen. It is happening. We all know it's happening. We're not going to put the blinders on and pull the shade and say, well, quote, unquote, um, you know, they just, uh, if he wants to go play for this coach, if he wants to go play in front of 10,000 fans, it, it does, that doesn't matter. That, that, those examples right there tells you all that stuff doesn't matter. And how this played out doesn't matter. But we keep hearing of, well, since we didn't go after this guy, this guy, that guy, we thought this guy, that guy, that guy wasn't worth it. Well, when does that change? Who's the first player that it's going to be worth it? This is the new age of recruiting. Sadly, it is. That's the reality. That's the reality we're living in right now. So the miss, whiff, whatever you want to call it, it's happening. And they're and they're um that's how recruits are playing it. Sorry, I'm still trying to keep up some stuff. Bashay Glenn, I see your comments. It's not about what Florida's willing to pay, it's the fact that UF doesn't offer any money up front per NI rules rules in the state of Florida. And you can believe that if you want. <laughs> believe that if you want. You know, so Florida was in such good shape here, they thought, you know, Miami comes in, has the, has their part of it, and comes in, Florida doesn't know about it. And there's, there's no way to counter what Miami puts on the table. As I said, it was a shock. It wasn't out, it was not out there. And that was part of the issue. That's part of the issue. I see Nathaniel Anderson's comment. I'll pull some of these up right quick. Uh, got a few more minutes. Miami will have the same issues A&M is having now. That, well, that doesn't matter. They're keeping guys from Florida. Like I have a, I feel good about the culture and all that stuff Billy Napier is building. So if he brings these guys in, whatever the quote unquote diva attitude, I think will be squashed if they come to Florida because I think that's the foundation that Billy Napier is doing. But Miami would have the same issues as a and We don't know that. Is it possible? Is it very possible? Maybe. But that's a quote-unquote hope that that might happen. And we'll see how these next couple months play out. I mean, I'm, 
Miami will, may have some decommits. Florida may have some decommits. There may be some flips in the works both ways. Not just Florida, Miami, but other, other ones out there too. There's still a, a, a long way to go. But specifically talking about what happened these last day or so. You, you missed out on your top recruit. You missed out on your top target. And that, that's the thing is, it doesn't matter what ha- happened, how it happened. This was the top target. This was the top target the staff was going after, felt good about, and it didn't happen. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now, I think you know, you're just trying to find reasons why, maybe, and even reasons to prevent this. Does Florida need to be more aggressive up front in whichever way you want to look at this? Does there be, need to be a, a more cutthroat mentality here? And as I said, for this one, it's difficult because you know, Florida was in, in great shape, quote-unquote, thought they were leading the whole time. We're told that when the behind the scenes, like there was no way for Florida to know what was going on. And happening. So in a way, that, that, that is tricky to say that Florida should have been more aggressive in this situation. Well, when you're being told you're doing everything right, that's tricky. That's hard to gauge. And as I said, that happens a lot. So maybe just the mentality changes where you prevent this from happening. And in, you know, in one way, I think you're you, you just more cutthroat, whether that be um, the behind the scenes of all this or from the staff. I mean, there is no, and I see Tony saying it, moral high ground with all this. There's just not. It is a cutthroat business. Like I said, this one's all over the place. Didn't really plan on, you know, doing an episode like this. Everything was going to be in line. Good news on Thursday night. <laughs> it didn't turn out that way. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to. You know, for, yeah, for, you know, for Florida, I just think uh, a lot of the, what they were hearing, they took to, they took to, they took to heart. Uh, and, Completely blindsided. Uh, and everybody was. You know, I was on the phone like crazy from 6.30 to midnight last night. Phone, texting, Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. Uh, and, and trying to, you know, figure it out. You know, it does seem like there's some vendetta from the Miami side. Uh, as I said, this isn't the first top player for Florida, but not the first top player. Top 
player for Florida and it dealing with Miami. I do think there's a thought. Now, I, I, as I said, you know, Team Hammerhead does put it up. Says that we got trolled from beginning to end. That could be the case. Um, was Miami the plan the whole entire time? I mean, I, from what I was told, at least, you know, Florida did feel good. Everybody around Florida, though, I mean, this surprised people at Lakeland. They surprised Lakeland's football staff. This surprised maybe even his mom, his parents. There's some, you know, there's some questionable about that. I think there was a tweet out there by Andrew Ivins saying that even the mom knew earlier in the week, but she had to surprise us in whatever video come out. Um, you know, what this, you know, was this just a plan from the beginning? Cromani McLean himself said two months ago. Uh, and as I said, as of at least last week, Florida felt really good. And this week as well, leading up to it, you know, what is the communication here, I think that can be you know, how for the longest time I can remember Florida was being told they were in good shape. They were doing everything right. There was nothing to worry about. And that was as recent, at least from the Florida side of feeling good, late Wednesday night. So I guess you just got a question, how do you get a better read for this? I mean, Ahmad Black, I see it, I see it pointed out. Um, he tweeted a sunglass emoji yesterday morning. Of course, that's a sign for the thought Cormani McLean is going to Florida. This was a complete blindside. And Bud Davis brings up a good point. He was uh, in the Gators Breakdown Plus chat. I know you guys, a lot, a lot of you follow him on Twitter. Would Florida have, quote-unquote, overpaid if they had the chance to counteroffer? That's the question, too, and, as, and, I, and I brought that up earlier. Either way, that has to – that has to – that fault cannot keep happening. That excuse is piling up too much. And if you miss on that guy, this guy, this guy, that guy, all those top guys, well, shouldn't you have the – shouldn't you have the, the funds to – Get somebody? Shouldn't there be some leftovers that if you didn't get that guy, okay, well, it filters to the next. That's not what's happening. There's still a good chance Florida ends up with a good class. But where's the hoping? I mean, more than likely, I still think Florida will be a top 10. But this was your, and maybe we got excited a little bit, your path to it. This was your first stepping stone if you were ever going to push for top five right here this was the one you had to get this is the one you felt good about getting and another one you miss on for whatever reason one more time i apologize i'm all over the place i know um but <laughs> that's kind of the, the nature of reality. I'm usually a lot more prepared. This is kind of raw, Dave, here. There we go. I mean, this is the, the, the raw emotion uh, we're getting here. Uh, Nick Johnson brings up, I've heard some say they expect the NIL market to stabilize after Nunes is worn off. Possibly. Possibly. 
we know it's a staple of recruiting now. Um, I think you know some thought that after Texas A&M. Some thought Miami was already done with these type of moves. Uh, Tucker Beach brings up, Dave, do we go after Ricks now? Well, absolutely. I, you, you, were, you were going after him anyway. Uh, but now this is, well, here's, the, but here, here's the thing, a must-get, of course, in some form or fashion. I mean, and I'll bring it up. Uh, this is not to... This is not to put down on who Florida already has. It is not. Florida has a good DB class. It's not elite. It's very deep with some good players. But it's not elite. You know, thankfully, you got the Dijon Johnson flip, top 100 player in the country. Jakeem Jackson, Jordan Castell, Sharif Denson, Aaron Gates, Bryce Thornton. Well, we've covered those guys throughout when, when they've committed to Florida. I like those pickups. I really like those pickups. That doesn't excuse what happened yesterday. It, do, it, it doesn't. Not whatsoever. Can these, still got, can these guys still be great players? Absolutely. In the end, could they soften the blow? If they all turn out to be great players? Of course they can. But this, what we're talking about, is a completely separate issue. Completely. But yeah, it is. There are, the Desmond Ricks is on the board. But after yesterday, you know, you just where, where do you go to feel good about getting him? It's all about kind of feeling good at this moment, right? Or how you feel. I ain't even saying feeling good. We don't feel good right now. But should there be confidence you go get him? Mike Raz, good point. Where do we go from here? Well, Desmond Ricks is your next target. Um, but you still have plenty of other top targets. Um, Roussel, Smith. Well, see, I can keep throwing these names out. And I know it's going to fall on deaf ears a lot. The, the path is there to end up with a really good class still. But after yesterday, where do you feel good? There are some good news behind the scenes with a lot of these guys. There are. But also, there was a lot of good news up to 6.30 yesterday about your top target, quote-unquote layup. And it didn't happen. It's tough. Don't get me wrong. I know. And I know people want answers. There's not an easy answer to this. Except for the fact that you're getting beat out and we know what the reasons are. We or we we see what the reasons are. So do you, if you're Florida, at every level, do you approach it that way? If not, then okay, you just gotta be okay with the results. Mike Raz, we certainly should have more fun than a school without a state. It's not the school. <laughs> this isn't the school, Mike. This is everything about, about, besides the school in how, this, how these recruitments are playing out. 
NCAA is not going to do anything. A lot of these schools aren't afraid. They're not afraid. NCAA doesn't make examples out of schools anymore. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I know we got to see, hopefully, I mean, I know the, the question was, what, 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 what's next? I don't know. I mean, what, Cade McDonald on Monday? I don't know where he's going, leaning. Uh, a lot of people don't really know. I know Ohio State was kind of thought to be the last leader there. Um, but I do think they're at defensive line, defensive tackle. Of course, big need for the Gators. Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan, Oklahoma, along with Florida in the mix there. 6'3", 310-pound defensive tackle. Big position of need for the Gators. Uh, but there's not a lot to go on. And even if you did feel good right now, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, after what we saw yesterday, that uh, – I told myself before, even in the NIL world, going through summer, and I've told myself with this in a long time recruiting, there are no 100%. You know, yesterday was about as close, like 99.9% is what, is what the feeling was. Uh, but there was that 0.1% that it wasn't going to happen. Uh. Not a four hurricane from that perspective. I'm not celebrating until the ink hits the paper. Even then, the moment things don't go his way, he could hit the transfer portal. Welcome to college football today. Good luck versus Georgia Go Gators. Thanks, not a four hurricane. Yeah, like I said, there are a couple. This this world of recruiting is crazy. This NIL world, the early signing day, it may be just absolutely nuts. And I say, even if we feel good going into that day about some, after what we have seen, how this play, how how summer played out, and all the guys we felt good about in the summer months, and then again yesterday, oof. All right. Some of these comments definitely not going where they should be. Okay. For some reason, got to get political in a football show, but that's your prerogative, I guess. Uh, let's see. Andre, uh, Billy's in a lose-lose situation. We're starting sitting at number eight now, consider where we were started. Somehow people still say Billy can't recruit at a 
Ha something. Um, hey, look, all I said was there's still the open-ended – there's still the, the, the question of recruiting the elites. That's all there is to it, and that's the truth of it. It's not saying Billy Napier can't recruit. It's recruit at a certain level. And as I said, this is not all on him. The staff, as I said, it's a tricky, slippery slope situation. They were being told everything was good to go. So if you're that staff, how do you play that? But yes, we are in, I see the comments, the shady world of recruiting. It's always been that way. But maybe even a lot more heightened right now in this new world. All right, kind of goes to some of these comments. You get raw emotion, Dave, here today. Got to go do some Florida-Georgia coverage for the TV station. So if you're in Jacksonville, be sure to watch uh, River City Live today at 11. On Saturday, I'll be on the morning show from the stadium as well. So, but yeah, of course, if you're looking at defensive backs, of course, Desmond Ricks, the next uh, reclassified, he's in this class, uh, of course, would be the uh, top target now. Uh, the second-ranked cornerback in the country behind the uh, behind Cormani McLean, as he is the top cornerback in the country, and he was the top defender, only behind Arch Manning in recruiting rankings. So that's why you know, that's, such, that's why this is such a big miss. You know, you were getting a five-star. You were getting the number two prospect in the country, only Arch Manning above him. He was the best defensive recruit in the country. Little light in size, but the potential. Oh man, you, you see it. Um, you know, would have been one of the highest recruited players for Florida ever. Um, so that, that, I mean, that's what you're that's what you're losing here uh, in, in, in this type. It stings because of how it happened, who you lost him to, and who you lost. And to you know, cover, close the gap in the SEC with the likes of Alabama, Georgia, LSU. This was the this was the first big, gigantic, elite stepping stone to get there. Good defensive class so far for the Gators could have been better. We'll see how it plays out. You end up getting Ricks in, in the end of this. Okay, I mean, it doesn't erase what happened yesterday, but a good pivot move nonetheless, if it happens, that'd be the storyline there. You know, but a kid from Lakeland who you know, felt good about Florida for a while, it just does not play out that way. And there's, there's a lot of questions. I mean, can't answer every question that goes along with this and why it happened, how it happened. I know a lot of people are ticked off. Heck, I was ticked off too. Go, go ask anybody there. Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. All the conversation we were having. You can probably follow along with some of the tweets out there too. I mean, this one, this one stunk. It stings. It hurts. <laughs> There's uh, all the adjectives, you, all the adjectives you want to put with that, that 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 go along with those. They all hold weight. 
trying to go through maybe some of the Discord here too. Uh, bu 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 bu. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. I don't have much time left. Uh, all right. Crazy situation, though. It really is. Um, you've got to find a way, and, and 904 Hurricane put it there, and that's exactly where I was going next to end this. Um, and Bull Gator puts it there, too. Bull Gator, I'll, I'll own Gators Breakdown Plus a lot, too. Kind of combining those statements here. So let me let me put those up. Uh, Mike Rass says, to flips happen. Yes. As I said, there's two months. There's two months. Ultimately, look, this is raw emotion, Dave. This is what you get day after this. You guys know I'm, I, I hope I come across pretty calm, collected. Plenty of time to react. Overall, we want, I want to see where this class ends up before it go all kind of crazy. How much better is it than past recruiting? All that stuff, that still has to play out. This particular recruit, this particular situation is bad. It stinks. In some ways, there's no excuse. In some ways, there are. But in the end, it's all about... Look, the result is 0 or 10. You either get them or you don't. Now, the process isn't always 0 or 10. It's not so black and white. This one was a crazy situation. But going to... Let me see if I can find them again, and I'll end it with this... Um, Bull Gator, yeah, like you said, too bad we have coaching staff that has so much to learn. Like, as I said, you're going back to summer. Some of these situations are similar. You'd hope maybe you learn some lessons in the summer that you apply here where this doesn't happen. Maybe be more aggressive up front in, in, in recruiting. But as I said, that's so hard when you're being told at this particular instance you are doing everything right. That's why this one hurts because – and also, you know, not a chance to pivot. Miami come in late. Miami got final say. Florida didn't get a chance to respond. And I know people want to sit here and blame NIL, Gator Club. That's not it. This is past that. There's still a certain level of the recruiting that's always been there before NIL. Now, NIL has heightened it. It's boosted it. But this isn't a NIL path to why this happened. And then, not a four hurricane, you know, out of Billy's control, how he responds to this situation is important. Absolutely. We were saying the same things over the summer, though. So I, you, you can't. I'm okay with still putting and using that right now, but the further we get, you've got to learn these lessons pretty fast in this world. With who you're dealing against, in your conference, in your state, how this is playing out, whatever lessons you've got to learn, you've got to learn them fast. And in some ways, I thought we were already there.
So. All right, there we go. I will call it right there for this episode. I'll try and get it up for the podcast version pretty quick. But everybody, thank you so much. Spur of the moment episode. And um, of course, join me Sunday. We'll look back at Florida, Georgia. Hopefully better than this, but not counting on it. <laughs> uh, but all right, guys, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.